0: Blog TALK RADIO
1: Break robots, roll back, please report to the balance floor.
2: Live from the bird's nest
3: Alright, you're live from the bird's nest I gotta say it, you gotta forgive our technical difficulties We're all over the place First night, we're just learning this thing We're getting the podcast game down First of all, I'm your host, Drew with the other host co host, Shami. Shami, what's going on, man?
2: Not much that was <laughs> phenomenal entrance. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: you know, I think everybody's gonna understand. This is the first go round. We got a great show planned. Yeah, we were talking on mute for a little while. The show the <laughs> intro song went uh, about three minutes too long. We only wanted to play about thirty seconds of the freaking <laughs> really song for you. That's usually all you're gonna hear. But uh, tonight, yeah, it went a little long. We had some technical difficulties. A little, and,
2: uh, a little we bonus do... content for the listeners. A little bonus content, yeah, that's exactly right, yeah.
3: <laughs> so uh, we, we do apologize for that, but at the end of the day, we got a great show coming up. And, uh, you know, I think everybody's excited that we finally got a LOA podcast together, and I think people are going to look past the, the opening technical difficulties that we had. Let's not dwell on the past. Let's get right into things. First, I want to talk a little bit about, you know, obviously the LOA podcast has been a long time coming. A lot of people have said they wanted to hear one. A lot of people have tried to get one together. We're the first ones to do it. So, uh, you know, give it a listen. Tell your friends in the LOA. Don't tell anybody else because we don't want to get too big and then we have to, you know – Get a little too famous. We just want this to be yeah. real low key, and just we want this to, to be LOA of, content. Kind
4: of,
3: yeah, LOA content only. We want to really just stay stay true to the league and uh, yeah. and all that good stuff. So you know, we got a lot of good stuff planned coming up. Future shows, guests already scheduled that you you don't you can't even imagine. People from the past, people from the present, people from the future. So cool. uh, let's get right into it. First thing we're gonna talk about, we're gonna we're gonna do a little. Talking football right off the bat, I think that's what what you know. I mean, that's the first thing on everybody's mind. You got Madden eighteen coming out soon. The L O A draft was last weekend. I mean, this is an exciting time. A lot of hype building up. Let's talk about the draft. Who were your, your Who's your biggest shocker in the draft? The the craziest pick that you can think of.
2: My biggest shocker has got to be Eric going going to R words
4: at eighteen. He's really shown, I think he's shown his true colors as a middle aged conservative because no other person would be comfortable with taking the Redskins when there's that many teams left available.
3: I agree. Totally agree. I think uh, that is a huge shock. And uh, to see Fede make that pick, I think, uh, you know, a lot of people thought he would take Texans. I I sure did. I thought he was going to go and have revenge against his supposedly favorite team, the Titans. Uh, but interesting mm-hmm. to see him go with the Skins at 18. Uh, mm-hmm. My biggest shock, though, was, was uh, old Gary to the O. Call him Gary. I call him Gary to the O. And he took the Chiefs at, what, 12, 13, right in there somewhere. And,
1: and
3: yeah. to be honest with you, you know, be honest with you, I, I thought he was going to take his favorite team. To my knowledge, it's the only team he's ever played with, the Packers. He loves the Packers. Uh-huh. And, uh, see him going AFC West, which is basically a death sentence playing against uh, old B rad down there. Uh, you know, a lot of props to Gary for the bravery, uh, but stay woke on this. Maybe he's just he's a little scared of David. He, he's, he's he could be scared of David. Yeah, he would well, he plays him more time. He plays him more than I've anyone got,
2: else. I've got two theories on this. One is it it was a big balls move, knowing nobody else was going to go. Into Brad's division willingly, so he was like, "Fuck it, I'll do it." Our 2 he just had no fucking clue, and he was blacked out and just picked the cheese. I kind of think it was that second one, but you never know with Gary.
3: I thought Gary was off the sauce, but he could be back <laughs> back drinking again. We'll have to we'll have to confirm in the chat. Is Gary to the O back on the sauce? Uh What about your best best value for the draft? Who do you think got the best value in the whole draft?
4: Yeah, uh, I would have to say Dan getting Broncos with the last fucking pick in the draft. Like, they still have a young QB. Like, you can dev them, and they're just stacked on defense. They got good receivers. The only question mark is probably their O-line. And it's like, I get Brad's in that division, and that's why nobody wanted to be in there but there's still wild-card spots to play for, you know. And the AFC doesn't look – I think the NFC is stronger than the AFC, so you can definitely fight for a wild-card spot in that division. So I think it was absolutely ridiculous. I I could get them slipping into the 20s, but to the very last pick, that's just absolutely ridiculous.
3: I think that's a good pick. And, you know, most of the time your best value picks you're going to find late in the game. But uh, my best value pick, I got to go with uh, me taking the Falcons at three. Uh, What the hell was uh, Rack and Kevio thinking? Uh, Don't forget, I still like to call Kevio by his crew name Kevio. Some say Kevio. I say Kevio. But – think it was a little crazy. Steelers, Cowboys, uh, sexy picks, uh, you know, on paper to a casual fan. But come on, man. Falcons, uh, runner-up in the Super Bowl. Yeah, they blew a big lead, but they got a lot of talent coming back, a lot of speed. Uh, yeah, I got- old, QB, old QB, but very, very consistent. A lot of speed. In the backfield, a lot of speed. The linebacker positions, good DBs. They're young. I like it. I think it's a great value. I'm really happy with my pick.
2: Yep. Looking at them, uh, I could maybe see someone argue – the Cowboys, but once I looked at the roster, because I was telling you to go Raiders at first, then I looked at the
4: roster, and I was like, the Falcons are the best roster in the fucking game. Like, they got young studs on D. It's just ridiculous. So, yeah, I can even agree with that. Number three, Falcons, that was a value pick right there.
3: I think so. I like it. I like it. Uh, well next we're going to do division predictions but don't forget coming up after division predictions we're going to dive into the segments which you know segments are a little more playful and uh, my favorite segment that we're going to be doing is called leaking DMs that segment is is going to be fun you know we don't actually say who the DM was sent from but we'll tell you what the DM said and you can kind of piece it together in your mind if you're a real detective type but Mm -hmm. uh, yeah we got those coming up too in a minute but let's get to the division predictions right now Shammy, let's start with the AFC South. Who you got for that division?
2: AFC South, we've got the, uh, let's see, Colts, Jags.
4: I got the Titans. I got Sharp taking it over Danny Reed and Jeff in that division. I think, uh, I don't think Danny can play without the Cowboys. His heart's not going to be in it. Reed, no offense to Reed, but he fucking sucks at Madden. And Jeff, I don't think he's going to, we're going to we're gonna you know cut off his cheese pretty quick I think at the beginning of the season and Sharp's just gonna I don't know dial up some bullshit glitches and claim he's just pressing buttons and then win the division you
3: know it's interesting because if you ask me who will win the AFC South in like eight months from now I probably would say Jeff because by that point he will have figured out the unique cheese and uh most people will probably have checked out but for the start, I'm gonna go with Jags. I think uh gotta go with Chalk here. I think Danny, best player in the division to me, you know if it's uh, Sharp Reed or Jeff, but I am a big Danny believer and uh Jags have a nice young roster, good running game.
2: I think he uh he, he's gonna he's gonna take the division.
3: What about the yeah. AFC North? Who you got in that one?
2: North, I'm actually this is a
4: little bit of a wild card here, but I'm going Matt with the Browns because I think I think Cade's just going to go MIA come, like, week five. We're just not going to hear shit from him. He won't come and say pussy in, in chat for, like, a month, and then he'll be back, but he'll play, like, three games all year. So I got Matt taking that division over Ross and Kevy and Cade because Cade will not be around. What do you got?
3: Yeah, I'm going Cade. I'm, I'm also a Cade believer. I think when, when, the, when the little guy puts his mind to it, he he's really he packs a powerful punch. Uh, when he believes in himself, he kind of reminds me a lot of the, uh, in a way, of uh, the kid from uh, Angels in the Outfield. You know, he's got a big heart, a lot of hope, and uh, if he can stay committed, I think I think the Bengals have a talented enough roster that he he can make a little magic happen when the AFC North. Let's move on over to the AFC
2: East. What are you thinking there? East, the the old the old BDB boys uh, division. I'm
4: going, bro. The, the newest BDB member. I got bro, Patriots taking that division. Bobby and and BDB Nate suck. Hughes is gonna be tanking, except he won't be because we're gonna put a rule in against it. A little bit of a, a sneak peek into the admin chat there, even though I'm pretty sure Davy mentioned it. So, <laughs> but yeah. So I'm still going, bro. I think he's got a stacked roster there and. I feel like Hughes probably hasn't played Madden since uh you know, like ten months ago. Even though Bro probably hasn't played it in six months, but he's still got that division.
3: Well, you know, I, I'm I'm not a big believer in, in Bro. Uh, you know, just to be honest. I think his Madden skills are <laughs> pretty close to M L B skills and, and uh <laughs> we all know what happened when uh I played him in M L B and he quit I the don't first game. And- First oh. inning, it was the first. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, it was the first inning, and he was down. Uh, I think it was nine to two. Poor guy, just 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 quit, and it was, you know, it it wasn't a good look. But I guess you know everybody has a dark moment, someone wants to look past it, but you can't pick him to win the division. I think he's gonna uh, lay down and and uh, roll over when uh, get a little heat on him. And to be honest with you, I, I I'm going with I'm going with the Jets. It's it's a it's a crazy pick some, but. I think I think uh, Hughes has a, has a he's got a little bit of talent and uh, you know not necessarily on the roster, but he's proven he can win win games before if he puts his mind to it, like Cade, and doesn't doesn't decide to tank for a good pick. And I really hope him uh, having us pick him, or having me pick him on uh, the show to win the division will be a little inspiration to fight the good fight and try to win as many games as he can.
4: Yeah, All I gotta right. say yeah. I forgot I forgot about Bro uh, quitting. I don't know. I'm gonna stick with that pick, but I feel a little less less uh, hopeful that he's gonna right, take. All right, sleeper
3: sleep, sleeper for the East. I gotta say, I think it's uh, if I had to pick somebody besides him, I, I would have to say uh, who would it be? Who would it be?
4: Sleeper in the AFC East.
3: Yeah, I think I don't, I don't think either one of the other BDB boys have a chance. I think the second best BDB boy is in the uh, NFC North.
4: That's true. That's true.
3: All I right, agree let's move out West. AFC West. I think I think we all know who we're gonna pick here. Uh but let's go ahead and, and, and uh just give it to me. Who
4: you got? Um, I'm not even gonna answer it. You can go ahead and go. All <laughs> Brad, Brad,
3: uh, I I have Brad also known as D Rad and, and uh, much love to Brad, but uh, you know, hey we're hoping we're hoping it can be a competitive year, but uh, don't see much challenge for Brad and AFC West. Hopefully you prove proven wrong. There's some talent out there. The Chiefs and Broncos and of course the, uh, the uh, new Chargers in L.A. Mm-hmm. have a little bit of talent. So yeah. maybe we'll see uh, some of those guys challenge Brad for the throne. Let's move out to the NFC. We have NFC South. Who you got for that division, Shami?
4: The South? I'm going to have to go with uh, the Falcons one of the uh, very own of, host of Live from the Bird's Nest, Drew. I'm going to have to pick you here and say you're going to take that division probably every single season for the rest of the year.
3: Well, I, you know, I kind of had a little pattern here, except for uh, B-Rat here. Everybody down my list, has, has, I think I can say that they put their mind to it. They can win some games. I think I've shown that before in the past. They can win uh, some games, and quite frankly, I don't even think it has much to do with that, but The rest of my division is just – they're just not that good. I'll be honest. Let me put it this way. A great man once said these words, and I'll repeat them in this case, and it works perfectly. Uh, I don't know who the fuck they are. No disrespect, though, kids. Keep hustling and stay in school. I dribble heads off the floor, not a ball. This is no game here, kids. (laughs) So, yeah, that's the kind of little message that I stole from from another great one, another killer, stone-cold killer. And, uh, yeah, so – Take that for for the NFC South pick. I'm going with myself as well. So uh, let's move out to the NFC North. Who you got there? I think it's a pretty easy call here too. Another another uh, easy pick to me, but maybe maybe there's some sleepers in here that can make some noise.
4: Yeah, I'm actually yeah. I think we're probably both going on the same one. This one pretty boring pick. Uh, Davey, he's going to pretend he sucks all year, and then he's going to be 19-0 win the win the Super Bowl. Oh wait, no he won't. Brad the freak now. So, he'll go 18-0 and and then lose in the Super Bowl to Brad, who will go 19-0. And, And yeah, he obviously has a division one.
3: I struggle with this pick a little bit. I'll be honest with you. It seemed like an easy pick on the surface because Davey Davey plays a lot of Madden and he's typically pretty good. But uh, the Vikings have a lot of talent. Keller's Keller's gotten a lot better. He's one of the most improved players from the start of LOA to today, I think, in my opinion. And uh, I I think, you know, he can give him a little run for his money sometimes uh prez you know he's been good in the past uh you know so so that gave me a little pause at the end of the day davy plays a lot of madden he doesn't play with many other teams in the lines even when he's playing other leagues and other other uh just friends so you know the lines roster well doesn't make many trades i'm going davy
4: yeah i would almost want to pick nate as like a sleeper because oh shit, I totally no no disrespect
3: to Smart Nate, I'm sorry about that Nate. I I, I totally totally forgot. I, I should have should have thrown you a a shout out as well. Do respect your game, but take it from me, the Bears are a project team.
1: And uh,
3: <laughs> if you're able to to make some deals, and swindle your way, and some draft day miracles, you can make them into a fun team to play with. But it's a long road ahead for you, and, and I don't think it will be
4: easy. I was gonna say All I right. want to I want to pick him. I want to pick him as like a sleeper. But he's in a tough division because the people in that division, they're smart. Like, Davey's not dumb. Prez isn't an idiot. He's not in a division like with me where I'm going to try to run 4-4 cover two invert when he's got Will Fuller in the slot, and then he takes me deep like three times with a linebacker on his fucking guy. So I don't think Nick's going to be able to pull that division out, at least not this first season.
3: We'll be on the lookout for him down the road. He's always a, a good competitor. And, and again, yep. sorry for leaving you off the uh, the, the first, first round of missions there in Smart Nate. I, I don't count you out. Just just think you got a long road ahead. So, to the NFC, this is an interesting, very, very competitive division. One of the toughest to pick to me. Who'd you go with, Jimmy?
4: Ooh, I think we're probably going to disagree on this one. And mine's again, this one's kind of a a shocker pick here. I'm sticking to it. I'm going Josh with the Eagles because I think Rack's got a stacked roster in the Cowboys, but this man will be so high when he's playing. There's no way he's going to make the playoffs. It's going to be, do you remember that league we were in with him and uh, Bolts? And he was like playing a game and lost the game. He was up by like three touchdowns. And he lost the game because he fell asleep while he was, like, taking a knee and got three delayed games and lost. So, I think that's what Rack's going to be pulling this year, too. He's just going to be way too high and just lose games (laughs) he shouldn't be losing. (laughs) And
2: then, Dave, Dave, I think, is a non-factor. And Eric, I, I mean, he picked the
4: Redskins. I don't think his heart's in it, so... I'm going, Josh, oh, that was my other reason, too. Josh, because he's actually super pissed that we actually almost picked him from the league for no reason whatsoever. I don't know how it happened. And let me tell you something, Josh. I lobbied hard. I got you back in there. She's a man of his word. I got you. So. Well, I'll be
3: honest. I got to throw in a little plug here, too. Anytime I've had any kind of saying, I always will defend any man that I've broken bread with. And Josh is the uh only member of the i A I've broken bread with. Uh, I, I have uh hung out with Rackman, Man but uh we shared a peace pipe and not a uh, meal. Uh what about n f c e what oh and Kate, of course. Sorry Kate, totally forgot about that. Yeah, we shared we we we've broken bread. We we ate some pizza late night after the game. Uh all right. Uh for my NFC pick, I'm going with uh seedon ball the Redskins. Uh, kind of, kind of a tough pick for me. I like Rack a lot. I like his game. He, he's obviously loves to run the ball. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Rack didn't originally like to run the ball. He kind of converted into that type of player along the way, uh, mm-hmm. right before during the Raw years, uh, and that's kind of turning that kind of player. But I think he can return to a multi-dimensional player with the Cowboys. I just don't think I. I, I wanted to go with CeeDee here for a couple of reasons. I think a lot of people are counting him out. He always plays his best games when he's playing against uh uh he's an underdog role. Uh, I like seeing the underdog role. And uh also think I think Day's gonna sneak up on uh Rack a little bit and possibly the Eagles. I don't think Day will sneak up on Eric. Uh Eric's always always been very uh respectful of Day. I don't think he'll take him lightly. And uh I think Day Day's gonna win some games and uh possibly maybe I'd like to say Day will not come in last in the in the. That's my prediction for Day. I think he'd he come in second, maybe third. I don't see him winning it, but he's not going to be last. Someone else will be last.
4: Old prediction. All right, who's in the NFC West? Who you got out there? NFC West. I'm actually. I'm going. I'm going Cardinals. Huss, I couldn't stop this man last year when he had a decent roster. I'd say the Cardinals. I mean, they got some holes, but I think he he's going to take that division. I don't know. I've, I would have felt comfortable with him as the Niners, like we still would have had some battles, but I would have felt comfortable with that, but Cardinals roster is way better than the Niners, and Scroats took the Niners, and now I'm looking at Huss as the Cardinals, and I am pissed. I might be start start pumping that redraft hype because fuck fuck Huss. I don't want him in my damn oh, division. Man. And he's a <laughs> traitor to the 49ers because he took a rival team, a division rival, Traitor.
3: Well, hold on now.
4: Hold on now. First of
3: all, <laughs> let's not be pushing for a redraft. Let's be clear. Our, our position on show, we're very anti-redraft. Really oh, shit. Yeah. Sorry uh, about that. <clears throat> but, uh, but let's show a little respect to the uh, one of the other other uh, teams in the league that is uh, a bird. And Although uh although not a member of the Bird's Nest podcast, a lot of them from the Bird's Nest, they are always welcome. Birds and a feather fly together. So, uh, Josh Eagles, <laughs> us Cardinals, uh, any other birds I'm leaving off. You're always welcome in the bird nest. Uh, my pick for the NFC West is, uh, it's you, Jimmy, it's, it's Seahawks. And, uh, you know, you, you, you've won the big game before you've uh, shown you can, you can be a good player with a, with a decent roster. And the same, same reasoning you gave for, for Huss, which I think it applies here at the Seahawks. They have some holes, but they also have a really talented roster and, uh, good defense, great defense. So I think you're gonna be okay. I think uh, I think you're gonna pull this one out and uh, win the division for the first year.
4: Yeah, I think it goes. It, it's either gonna go one of two ways, where because I think Scroats is still gonna be a sneaky play with the Niners, and I think it'll go one of two ways where we're all three kind of like battling each other. And I definitely think a division, uh, a wild card is gonna come out of the West. Probably the North. What about, the Rams? Would,
3: what about the Rams? Uh,
4: uh sorry, but uh, M1. He's probably gonna be doing that shtick again this year. It'll, by the end of the year, it'll be like M1 and 15. It's gonna be his chat name. So <laughs> I love you, M1, but I'm sorry, man. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I man. the Rams. <laughs> great,
3: great M1 Hovens. Good guy. Good guy. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, let's move on to, to more lighthearted part of the show, segments. Uh, I want to start things off with probably possibly one of my favorite segments. It's a, we, we call it Smart Nate or Dumb Nate. And uh, the name of the game is basically we're going to read a real story from the real world of, of basically somebody who tried to get a leg up, profit some kind of way, uh, and got caught. And, uh, you know, let's just go over it and see whether we think Smart Nate or dumb Nate. So here's the thing It's a concessions worker filled plastic cups of beer And resold them At Tampa Bay Buccaneers game And pocketed $1,080 $1, At unreported sales He was caught picking up used cups From tables and refilling them Without rinsing them At a Bud Light booth near the south end zone Of Raymond James Stadium What do you think, Jimmy?
4: Is that a smart Nate move or a dumb Nate move? That's a dumb Nate move Like, you got caught, one. Two, you're doing this way out in the open. It sounds like he wasn't even secretive about it. Like, I'm picking up cups and filling them back up. Like, you got to hide this shit. Go behind a closed door or something and fill that (laughs) shit. But He's he's just apparently doing it out in the open, just filling up cups that were used already. I got to say, that's that's a dumb Nate move right there.
3: I I mean, I I like where your head's at. I think you draw a point that he wasn't very it was kinda of dumb Nate, of him to be out in the open doing it. He could have been a little more slick. But to me it's a smart mate. I'll tell you why. Uh the guy's a concessions worker. He's already gotta be at Raymond James Stadium working, serving people drinks and stuff. So why not make a little extra money on the side? I kinda of think of it as like tip money. Like maybe he sold those at a little bit lower price. Like maybe he was like, hey, I'll give you this for four dollars instead of the Buy that we sell it for, mm-hmm. and I'll, I'll take all of it. And they, of course, will buy it right here from the little side guy who's filling up the unwrinked cans or cups. So basically, he's making a thousand and eighty dollars extra while he's at work. He's a genius, smart name. <laughs> it just well, didn't work out. Not yeah. not every smart decision you make will always work out.
4: That doesn't mean it was right. a not smart thing to do. As as I'll I'll concede a little bit and say as a business decision, that was a smart Nate. He saw an opportunity and he jumped on it. The execution was dumb Nate. He could have done better. Like at least, here's the thing this cop didn't even like it says he was caught picking up tape, used cups and not rinsing them out afterwards. And that's, this detective wasn't even like, hey I think this guy's illegally selling alcohol. He was like this guy's not rinsing these cups afterwards. All he had to do was <laughs> use the fucking sink, and he would have never got caught. Yeah. So that's. I don't Nate on that on that dumb I execution. Dumb
3: it makes it makes me wonder if maybe like he actually actually served like somebody like a cop or something who was like <laughs> or somebody who was like this guy didn't even wash out. He, he turned me old beer in this
4: cup. <laughs> he probably got so arrogant with it. He was literally like picking people's cups up like in front of people's faces and bringing them to serve them to someone else.
3: <laughs> All right. So let's move from now smart Nate, dumb Nate into another one of my favorite segments, which is called Davey's decadence. And this is uh, basically a segment where we're going to, we're going to pitch something to everybody's favorite Davy that they know. I know he's my favorite Davy. I know. And uh, I'm going to pitch to him a product that I think he needs. Right. Basically, for all the dumb mates out there, the definition of decadence is moral or cultural decline as characterized by excessive indulgence in pleasure or luxury. Shamie, do you know any synonyms, other words for decadence for, for dumb mates?
4: Oh, yeah. I got synonyms. that are right here in front of me. Debauchery, corruption, depravity, vice, sin, moral decay, and immorality. Those are your synonyms. Wow.
3: So, yeah, I mean, I'd say that pretty much sums up, I mean, you know, everything Davey loves. Yeah, absolutely. Corruption. He's a good guy, but, hey, he likes to fire things. I can't blame him. (laughs) So, yeah, basically we're going to pitch him a product on the show that we think he needs. And uh, we know Davey loves to buy things, so it's usually going to be a high-tech product, something that he can definitely use. And uh, it's not ever going to be really cheap, at least not to I'm a peasant like you are. I, So uh, let's start it off. I think the, the first product I'm really excited about on this first episode pitched to Davy is the SCIO. That's S-C-I-O. It's the world's first pocket molecular sensor. All right, now let me tell you what this allows you to do, Shami, or mm-hmm. rather Davy. It allows you to conduct <laughs> food analysis on meats, dairy products, fish, chocolate, fruits and vegetables, and more. It instantly counts calories and nutritional makeups. I'm talking about this little thing it's like the size of your cell phone you hold in your pocket and you just scan food with it and it'll tell you how many calories it has, nutritional makeup. It's only two ninety nine.
1: Only two ninety nine.
3: Three hundred bucks oh. you can carry this thing around with you. That's high tech as fuck. I think David's gonna love it. Davey, if you're listening and you like it, you can buy it at www.consumerphysics.com com slash order dash That's S C I O check that out. We'll uh, post the link in group me for you after the show launches so you can purchase it. Um, uh, I think you're going to love the SIO. Um, I'm hoping that maybe you can get it and, uh, maybe you get an extra one for me. Send it my way. That's another part of the Debbie's Dickenness thing. If you find a product that you really like, you love it a lot, please send me one too. All
2: right. <laughs> I think, I think, uh, Number one, you read that so well, you pitched it so well that I think if he ends up buying this, you deserve some commission off of that sale. Number two, I think this is perfect for Davey because number one, he could even use this. He could sell this himself. He buys a bunch,
4: marks up the price, and uses them at his gym. Just start selling this shit to his gym. People like, hey, you want to know your exact calorie count? Here, boom, buy this thing for $400. Now he's making a profit. He's got more money to gamble. There you go. But $400, I,
3: I think I think the side is a steal at three. I think it's a steal at six. I think he could so, charge like 700 bucks for this thing.
1: Ooh, I mean, you can walk true. around.
3: That's... Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. It, especially in the Big Apple, in the big city where the lights are bright. <laughs> New York City, come on. You're talking about yeah.
3: David could make a fortune on the side. I like your thinking where your heads that
1: you're, you're right, making money.
3: You're right. Dave, Dave, none of them David loves more than money except for drinking. So I think uh I think David's gonna love that. So I'll check it out. Yeah. All right, absolutely. so the third segment of the night is is possibly my favorite. i teased it a little bit earlier. It's leaking DMs. And uh and the name of the segment doesn't necessarily mean that we're leaking the DMs. If we are gonna leak the DMs, it would be like we would post them in the chat. This is more visual. I want you to think of oh, this as like leak. it's just leaking everywhere. It's all over the floor. It's leaking everywhere. We got DMs everywhere. <laughs> Shammy and I both are going to read three DMs each. We're not going to tell you who they're from, but they're going to be good DMs. And you might be able to piece together who it's from. And uh, if it's you, feel free to claim it in the group chat if you want to. You can say, hey, that was me. that, that I was a second DM or whatever.
2: <laughs> or you can just remain anonymous.
3: It's totally up to you. So. Jerry, why don't you get things kicked off with your first DM?
2: Yeah, you want to go one for one? I'll read one, you read one?
4: I like that.
3: That's
2: it. All right, cool. Yeah. So my first one reads from Anonymous. Yeah, I can only be in 17 leagues at one time and still have a functional life. I'm maxed out right now. So uh, I don't know. Who could that be? Brad?
4: Who could that be? Key, like, who knows? Who Who's that from?
3: Don't forget, it. it could be somebody who's not in the league anymore. I want people to don't forget about that. There's a lot of we got a lot of classic members from the league who, you know, it could easily be someone like that. I don't want people to rule that out and be thinking it only on, like, you know, 30-some-odd. Like yeah,
2: hey, we got a Hall of Fame in the LOA here, and they're included in these, all right? I totally agree. <laughs> um,
3: my first DM, also from Anonymous, reads, yeah. They're so good. Gotta go crispy next time. And mayo, just plain mayo. That's disgusting.
2: Whoa. Whoa. Somebody hates mayo. Disney?
3: Yeah, who hates mayo? I mean I'm not I'm a mayo boy, but that's a little bit extreme. Disgusting? I mean mm-hmm. just plain mayo, what were you gonna put with the mayo?
2: Mm-hmm.
3: That's a I don't know what I don't know what the thought was there. All right, you're back to you.
2: All right, my second one from anonymous again. Jeff is a loser, and you need to boot Jeff and Keller as admins. <laughs> so this one's obvious. A little more like this is you know a year old. I wasn't an admin yet, so I mean, I'm a, you just you tell me who hates Jeff and Keller as admins. I don't know. <laughs>
3: I don't know. I've always been kind of. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a Jeff fan as a, as a person. Don't like his playbook a lot, but I do love him as a person. And uh, no, I'm also not a fan of him as an admin at all. At, at all times, not necessarily. there have been times I've been kind of against him as an admin, but I've ne- never really been against Kelly as an admin. So this can't be me. I'm gonna go ahead and take myself out of that
4: one. <laughs> all right. What do you What do you got for your second one?
3: All right, my second one is this, also from Anonymous. It reads, Bolts, Bobby, and Day, I expect this petty shit from. But you? Come on, bro. <laughs> Whoa. I wish, I wish we so, could yeah, have the clearly, context. Method. Clearly, whoever, whoever sent this one to me was, was not a happy camper.
2: <laughs> Absolutely not. I wish we could know what the context was, but then that would probably give away who it is. But yeah, that's that's yeah, a I, don't wanna, I don't I don't. Feel,
3: I don't feel comfortable revealing much more about that unless I, you know, I don't want to reveal the source of the deal. <laughs> so uh, what's your what's your last
2: one you got? All right, my last one. Now this one's tough. I don't think anyone's gonna be able to guess who 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 sent me this. Uh, just to, I'll give context on this one a little bit. I was playing somebody, and they just sent me randomly. They just sent me a suggestion to how to beat this person. I don't know why, because, I don't know, I barely talk to this person, but you'll never guess who it is anyway. So, just a suggestion. QB spy the end on left side of screen and send him when he rolls out so you can use it in the middle. And then I said something like, yeah, I've already been doing that blah, 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 some shit, and he says, okay, cool. I had eight sacks versus him from it. Ha! So, I don't know. I don't know who that is, but... I don't think anyone's going to guess who that one was.
4: <laughs> Can
2: you read the
3: last part again? Just the last yeah. little bit.
2: Okay, cool. I had eight sacks versus him from it. Ha! Oh wait, maybe it's more of a from it. Ha!
3: Yeah, I always read the ha uh, is more of like a
4: ha. Uh, like, I don't know. Your uh, first one kind of made me think maybe it was someone who was kind of I like was a par. I like, was trying ah. to emphasize it a little bit, you know, but... Yeah, I think I gave it a little No, no, bit I get too. you, but yeah. Yeah, clearly, aha, uh-huh. not LOL. Yeah. Huh.
3: Who knows? I don't know who, who, who knows that could now. be,
4: but uh, <laughs> interesting. Huh.
3: All right. Well, uh, last DM for me is another heated one. I'm going to try to stay away from the heated ones to get back to more about Mayo. But uh, the heated <laughs> one for me, the third one is uh, from Anonymous. You don't understand that when you start these let's redraft now things, we get DMs, like, is this really happening? Why aren't we finishing the league and all this bullshit? It's annoying, man.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'll wow. tell you this
3: much. I remember when I got that D, 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 DM, <laughs> and that DM, that, that, that's been months ago, many, many moons ago, and it still sticks with me today. It really,
1: wow.
3: man, I mean, the guy who sent that,
4: he got his point across pretty quick. Yeah.
2: Is Who do you think that
4: could kind be of, kind of DM that keeps you up at night? I don't know, but I, it's time. obvious someone with power. I would probably say, if I had gun to my head, that's that's a uh, that's a Keller <laughs> Keller message right there.
2: <laughs> Ooh,
3: I don't know. Yeah, maybe could be. Who knows? Yeah, Keller, if you want to speak to that in the chat, feel free.
2: you're right. back in your poor now. crew. Yeah. Say that again, <laughs> I said, yeah. Once you get back from your poor cruise.
3: Oh, I forgot he's on the he's on the water. Well, hey, safe travels, killer. You get this, <laughs> get back to the mainland. Give us a listen. Um.
4: So we got
3: the, moving on from Lincoln DMS, We're gonna move on to top five. A Segment we're gonna probably have almost every week. Top five different this and that. This week we're mm-hmm. we're focusing on the top five cheese plays from Madden history. So this is not exclusive to last year. This goes back to the history of L.O.A., the beginning of L.O.A., or
1: Mm -hmm. at least
3: the beginning of our time. Our two. uh. So, Shami, why don't you kick us off here with number five? What's the number five cheesiest play?
2: Number five, and it's number five for a reason. It's going to be the Packer Y sale, the Bolt sale. Uh, The reason it's number five,
4: though, is while it was cheesy and he called it all the time, he was not very good at running it because he threw a lot of interceptions all the time, no matter what players he was running. So that's why we put it five. But actually, funny story is I'm like 99% sure I'm the one who told him that why sale was key because I was using it like to grind butt shit when I was trying to do that bullshit. But I used to do like a – I would hot route the guy to a slant and not the drag that he used to always do, so – Bolts might have a different story if someone else told him it was cheese or he found it himself, but I specifically remember telling him to use Packer y Sale. So I'll, I'll raise my hand on that one. I'm going to contribute a little bit, but I think it was a pretty good – it had a pretty good run last year. So that's number five.
3: Yeah, that's a good one. good one, cheesy, mm-hmm. but also ineffective.
1: <laughs> uh, well, we got the we get the high pass
3: to the tight end in Madden Seventeen last year's game coming in at number four,
2: and mainly
4: because let's face it, it was unstoppable. Yep, yeah, I got I got Jimmy Graham like that last year. I think I signed him as a free agent, and that's I mean I used it a couple times. It, t- why wouldn't I? Brad used it with Austin Hooper or whatever the fuck his name was, and had like eighteen touchdowns in a season. So. I'll put my hand up on that one, too. Hey, I'll use that cheese play, but that's kind of what this list is about. It's stuff that most people were using, uh, and that's why they were cheesy as shit, because everybody in the league was using it. So Yeah, and I are-
3: mean, hey, that's a little disclaimer that we, we should have thrown in at the top of the segment. We're not saying we're exempt from these plays. Uh, you know, we're just saying even the cheesy plays. But uh, yeah. speaking of, you mentioned, you mentioned the uh, our predicted winner of the AFC West, B-Rad, and uh, why don't you go on into our third cheesiest play in LOA history?
4: Oh, yeah, yeah, I had to face this a couple of times. I guess you were in that division too, huh? Madden I know it well.
3: I know it well. Yeah. I know it
4: well. Brad and his signature double outs. I think it was out of that strong close shit, which, uh, spoiler alert, that's going to be being mentioned here shortly but uh yeah that double out in Madden 16 that it was like an out route that it was like ran at a slant like a like not a 90 degree angle or some bullshit and it was basically just open no matter what and that was Brad's go-to on third down anything third and 10 or shorter Brad was running that fucking play and nine times out of 10 it worked even if you were trying to shade coverage and all that Freakazoid shit.
1: (laughs) Yeah, uh,
3: Brad Brad made a living on that play. He made a living on a lot of plays. He's a great player. We're not going to debate that. No one will debate that. But uh, I'll remind everybody that I did get my licks in on Brad in our division rivalry days. Young (laughs) Bloods in the league might not remember, but you can ask him, he'll tell you about it. He won't deny it.
4: Brad Brad might be able to kick her ass. Brad might be able to kick her ass. In Madden now, but let's just have us meet us at what is it? Ivars? Ivars? How do you pronounce it? Ivars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ivars. Yeah. I meet mean, us I- Ivars, Brad.
3: It's not. It's not that far yeah. of a drop for for Brad compared to like Thomas or Davy. I, th- I think <laughs> I think Brad can make it. It's still probably yeah. a pretty good trick, but uh, he can make it. He can make the Ivars mm-hmm. if he wants to take it up with us, but. I don't want any of that. Like I said, Brad, great player. Just saying, hey, watch out for the double outs. <laughs> the uh, number two cheesiest play in L.O.A. history, got to be the strong, close, quick toss in Madden 16.
1: Yeah.
3: Everybody have... uses that play. It's like you, you told me once, you said it well, any, any given game, both teams probably ran that play at least three, four times.
4: Yeah. Yeah, and it was like that's. It was almost like one a quarter, because people knew if you ran it too many times, someone would bitch at you and chat about it. So people would try to be smart with it. But it's like we know you're just spread loading it. Like you're, everyone's still running it five times a game. They're just doing it like one time a quarter. So, yeah. Which, to be honest
3: with you. which to be honest with you from uh,
4: from a, a rule standpoint.
3: Don't have a huge problem with with you. With you spreading spread it out like that four or five times a game, but uh, that play was just a little bit. It was gimmicky. It was gimmicky. Oh yeah,
1: yeah.
3: It was Jeffish. It was Jeffish.
4: <laughs> oh, speaking uh,
1: of so, that, you, know, you got number
3: one. You just play right in front of you. Why don't Why don't you tell us what it is?
4: Yeah, that'll be number one. Jeff's halfback swings his little swing screen passes that's number one and that's another one everyone adapted obviously because Jeff used it all the time it was like hey this works but Jeff took that to the absolute extreme like it was ridiculous how many times this man called this play
3: yeah yeah it was uh it's 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 just really what he's famous for to me uh and Mm -hmm. you know it's, it's sad that he kind of tarnished his legacy in that way it's it's almost like I don't want
1: to
3: – Jeff, I don't think he's on this level of greatness yet, but it reminds me of, of people like Barry Bonds. I mean, <laughs> great player, a lot of great records, but what do you think of when you think of Barry Bonds? What do you think of when you think of Lance Armstrong? His yeah. legacy is tarnished. his mm-hmm. legacy is tarnished because, to be honest with you, he's got the number one cheesiest player in L.A. history attached to his resume for the rest of his man life. And yeah. So, you know, look on the bright side, Jeff. There's always next year, but you're going to have to shake that someday. So, no swings and screens this year. Mm -hmm. Yeah,
4: so uh, so breaking news, though, breaking news. You heard it here first. Jeff is the Barry Bonds of the LOA. Just remember that.
3: Barry Bonds of the LOA. I mean, (laughs) I don't don't know if I like it. I don't think he's hit that many home runs. I
1: mean, (laughs)
3: the guy, guy, he's a competitive player. but he's more like the Jose Canseco. I think so. I think he is. He's a second type figure to me. He's a good hitter, good hitter, great player overall, but uh, legacy very tarnished,
1: very damaged.
3: Uh-huh. <laughs> All right. Well, we're, we're coming to a close here. We're getting to the last segment of the night. Uh, we got Drew's dictionary word of the week, and I thought about this because you know I, I've had a, a, quite a few words I've introduced to the league that have become sort of commonly set around the league, and we got people coming in every now and then that may not know what this and that means, and I don't want people being confused, and it's not good for league morale. Jamie actually brought that up. He thought, you know, hey, man, it's not it's not cool to have people coming in. We don't want to give them some kind of introduction on some of this stuff, so tonight's Word of the week is Precazoid. You hear it a lot. It's it's something that's thrown around the league quite a bit, and uh, you know, it's even the theme song for our show, which tonight you heard, I think, like four minutes of. And, you know, again, we apologize for that. But it's a great song, especially the first 30 seconds, which is all we really wanted you to hear. But the freakazoid, what a freakazoid is, is, is that someone who makes a job at a regular, typically leisurely, activities. This individual might make spreadsheets for things that don't require spreadsheets. They could spend an inordinate amount of time learning secrets and tips when they're already in the top 5 to 10% of their field, and so on. You will know a freakazoid by the way they carry themselves. They are clearly in another world from the one you and I live in.
2: Any thoughts on that, Jamie? I th- I think you hit the nail on the head there. Uh, freakazoids, you gotta watch out for them. You know, they, uh, they can get to you pretty quickly. And well, you just, you got to watch out yourself because it's a little bit contagious. So, uh, you know, make sure you're getting self-tested, get yourself checked, always be safe. Uh, yeah, and just go get that blood work, go get that boar punched,
4: make sure you're clean.
3: Yeah, I mean, I think, like you said, it's honestly kind of dangerous. You don't want to... Uh... You don't want to get too many friggin' boys, man. A freaking boy really nothing kills a league like a frigid boy. They get too into it, they start start getting down to the real nitty gritty, which I mean some people would say, man, they just love the game. They got a the love of the game. And hey, I love the game. But I'm not a freaky boy. <laughs> keep it clean. Keep yeah. it keep it keep it right. Keep it right. Don't don't be uh you know, don't don't be thinking about spreadsheets seekers and tips, just play the game. Just play the perfect game. Perfect
2: example. A I might be calling someone out here, but perfect example of someone,
4: freakazoid's being contagious, was, I think it was Dylan, already shared some Excel spreadsheet of the New Orleans Saints depth chart. And I'm not sure if maybe he just found it somewhere and shared it, but that's Freakazoid behavior, Dylan. Be careful. No, Dylan, it is. It is. You, you actually DM me the, uh, we've been having
3: some, some uh, some preseason trade talks, a little bit of trade uh, interdivision trade talks with the Saints. And uh he sent me the depth chart and my first thought was man it's kinda of convenient and then I thought, man, Dylan, you, you, you don't need to spend the time on this one, man. You need to uh <laughs> sod, smell grass or, or uh even just watch T V. Don't don't make a spreadsheet about the Ryan roster. But I mean I guess a lot of people do it so a lot of people are probably gonna be mad at me for saying that. But if you're mad at me about it you're probably a freak of the wood. And I mean yeah. I get it. Nerd, get it. But, you know, don't be a friggin' wood. So, uh, well, we're getting close to the end here. Whoa! That's the eagle. That's the eagle sound. You know what that means? It's time to wrap up. It's time to wrap up. We're getting close to the end here. So, really, just want to kind of wrap things up by letting you know we got a lot of good stuff planned down the road. We got some great guests already lined up. Great show next week already sketched out and planned. I think you're in for a real treat. I'd love to hear your
4: feedback. Jamie, you got any closing thoughts? Uh yeah, just keep a lookout on those guests. I don't want to get ahead of ourselves because we obviously we kinda snuffed this up on everyone, tried to keep it on the D L so we haven't ran by guests with anyone, but I'm sure most people are are probably gonna wanna step up and be on there. And I think people are going to love our first guest next week.
3: Yeah, I think first guest yeah, really going to knock it out of the park. Uh, it's going to be somebody legendary, very honorable, well-respected. You're going to love it. Uh, mm-hmm. But yeah, I think it's been a great first episode. Again, we do apologize for the technical difficulties. First five, six minutes, a little rough there, but Bear with us. We're going to get it down next week. The world will be have a real smooth start. Some great mm-hmm. topics, great segments. I can't wait to hear another smart Nate, dumb Nate. want to throw a little disclaimer in there. No offense to dumb Nate on that. Uh, we don't know how dumb you really are. We just kind of Really, I think that whole thing kind of originated on the fact that people said that the other Nate was smart, so therefore the dumb Nate is dumb. That's really more where the dumb Nate came from. And honestly, I've said before, and this is a whole other topic for another show, but I've said before that Smart Nate, or as I just call him Nate, should be a little bit offended that people call him Smart Nate. In fact, I think he should be more offended than Dumb Nate should be. (laughs) Because, I mean, ain't nobody seen Smart Nate's transcripts. Why are Uh people calling you Smart I think he should be upset. I think he should be upset. We'll get into that next episode maybe or a little on down the road. Ooh. Maybe we'll have Smart, Smart Nate on, on to kind of discuss it and see how he feels about that. Maybe Dumb Nate too. It'd be cool to have them both on and do a this Smart Nate, Dumb Nate segment.
4: Mm-hmm. Can I throw one more thing out there real quick? Yeah, throw it out. For the listeners in the league, uh, if you guys you know, have any suggestions or you have something, you read some ridiculous article that we can use for SmartNate Dumbnate. Uh you find some product for David's Decadence, throw it at us because we'd love to do less work. That'd be awesome. So, you know, anything you guys can contribute, uh, we'll pick up and run with it if we feel like we can get some great hashtag content out of it. Hashtag for the culture. <laughs> nice, <laughs>
1: How'd you like
3: nice. 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 <laughs> I like it. I love it. Want some more of it. Can't wait That's for next week's episode. Hope you guys liked the first one. We're going to get out of here with a little bit of Freakazoid, probably only about 30 seconds to a minute. Won't be a Hopefully full, full four minutes, I promise you. <laughs> but actually, you know what? You can just turn it off. You already heard Freakazoid, so you really don't even have to listen to the next part, but you still should anyway. So yeah, we'll
1: see it's you next week. Song. Later. Freakazoid, roll back. report to the balance floor.